start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam. Thursday on the Morning Jam. We are glad you're with us. I'm Janet Rose and keep our numbers handy. 866-916-3776. That is our toll-free number that you are always welcome to call in and weigh in on any topic you see fit. Our text number is 434-248-0704. Here's your thought of the day. One moment of patience in a moment of anger can save a thousand moments of regret. There you go. You might want to text me that on uh, on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, uh, off the air, we're talking about the, the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, and Trey's just like, you know, depending on how that game goes, depends on what kind of mood I'm going to be on on Monday. And I'm like, you're already deciding that's going to dictate your mood? Not just Monday, the next couple weeks until the Super Bowl's <laughs> over. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, then. it depends on how they lose. Like again, I'm a Virginia. Growing up, being a Virginia Tech fan and going to that school, you're, you're used, used to, to the, the yeah. you're you're used to the heartbreak. Right. I mean, I was I was there when they lost by an inch in the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, so so you're you're no stranger to heartbreak when yep. it comes to. I got you. I, a rare <laughs> night I convinced my mom to stay up late was to watch the Sugar Bowl when Tech lost late to to Michigan and. Danny Cole caught it. Like, I, I'm used to this. So it's going to be a. <laughs> uh, we're just. They're going to win. So okay. it's okay. All right. They're going to okay. win. And just, just, they're going to the Super Bowl. I got That's you. my focus. All right. Very good. Uh, here's your Mind Jam trivia today. Today is National Spouse Day. Yeah, it is. And our question is about spouses. And it's about married couples with kids. I want you to tell me, on average, how many minutes a day. Do married couples with kids spend focused and alone together? How many minutes a day? I should text my mom that question. (laughs) Just just to find out. Uh, Send us your guesses. 434-248-0704. If you're within a couple of of minutes, I'll, I'll grant that a win for you. It can't be a lot. I guess it depends on the couple. Maybe. Five to ten minutes is my guess. Oh, that's so sad. I, I, I just know. Okay. Like, come on. Like, it can't be that much. Hmm. All right. Uh, Based off of my childhood and my brother. Gotcha. On this day in history, 1905, the world's largest diamond is discovered in South Africa. A 3,106 carat diamond, actually. It's pretty big. Uh, in 1961, the first woman personal physician to a U.S. president is uh, is hired Janet Travel to John F. Kennedy. Good first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then in 1962, Bishop Burke of the Buffalo Catholic Diocese declares Chubby Checkers the Twist to be impure and bans it from Catholic schools. All right. Chubby Checkers? Chubby Checkers the Twist, yeah. Oh, Come song. on, baby. Let's do the, do the twist. Okay, got it. It's impure. And which is interesting because they're not even touching in the twist. 
Do the twist. You think you would encourage the twist, but no. He said it was bad. Uh, birthdays today. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. Felice Cuplianos. From all of us. You share it with sportscaster Bob Am I, um, Euchre? Hello? Yes, Bob okay. Euchre. Mr. Baseball? Yes. He, okay. was all, he was also in Major League, the movie, as the, the Cleveland Indians radio guy. Well, he is 88 years old today. How about that? Pretty cool. Here it is. Yellen sends one to right center and deep. Get up. Get up. Get out of here and go. For Yellen. He has tied the game with a booming home run. Wow. Donald Trump is Okay. All right. I can see why he was. Why he's so he was hilarious. Is he still is he still calling? No, I games? think he retired. He uh, he called games for the Brewers, but uh, he was the radio guy in Major League, right? And he was hilarious in Major League. He's pretty pretty Ma- amazing. In Major a League is for sure. My I don't know if it's the best baseball movie, but it's my favorite baseball movie. Well, there you go. Actress Ellen DeGeneres is having a birthday today. She is turning sixty five years old. One is called a face kini. So basically, it's if you, if you want to um, go, you don't want sun on your face, but you love the beach, and you're a people person, uh, but you burn easily, um, and you put this on, and... <laughs> it's like a wrestling match. That's, that's what happens, so that... And at least, you know, no one will be able to see how embarrassed you are wearing it, because you won't... Somebody, you can't really see it without... Claudia, will you put this on? <laughs> Show people what this looks like. Sure. <laughs> You're like a model now. Yeah. yeah. Not really. Uh, having a birthday. 65 years old today. Uh, NHL legend Wayne Gretzky is turning 62 years old today. It's a big sports day. So. You try to be nice to me today? You got some bad news for me, Lena? No, no, I don't. I really don't. I mean, those are two pretty big sports birthdays today. I mean, the greatest hockey player ever. And and the greatest sportscaster, arguably, no, ever. Not, not the greatest sportscaster ever. In when baseball? Comes, no, it's oh, when baseball, no, it's Vince Cully. Lock uh, that up. Hmm. Well, his name isn't Mr. Baseball. Just saying. But Vince Cully's the goat. Whatever. <laughs> Gospel singer Kurt Franklin also having a birthday today. He is turning fifty-three years old. <laughs> you can't take my joy, devil. Makes me cut. Makes me clap my hands. Makes me wanna dance. Oh, you better put them hands together and have a Holy Ghost party with me. Uh, you can't help but feel better after some Kirk Franklin. I'm just saying. That's just the way it is. Back to our Mind Jam trivia. Today is National Spouse Day, y'all. And our question is about married couples with kids. We want to know how many minutes a day do married couples with kids spend focused and alone together? That is our question. Uh, 20 minutes has been guessed. 90 seconds. Wow. 90 se- I guess 5 to 10. Huh? <laughs> 5 minutes was, uh, was also guessed. Well, it's, it's not, it's not a lot. I'm going to text my mom this question and see what she says. And see what she says. Well, we're going to have the answer coming up in just a little bit. Uh, before we go to break and, and do that, I do want to invite you to join me tonight. I'm going to be hosting a trivia night and I've been working very hard on these so, questions. So double, it's like super mind jam trivia. Super mind jam trivia. 
Yeah, for sure. And we're going to be doing this at Lushu Brewery. That's going to be in Amherst. And it's going to start at 7 o'clock. And it is a lot of fun. So if uh, you are in the mood for a little thinking and drinking, that's what they call it. Thinking and drinking Thursdays at Lushu Brewery. Uh, I'll be up there hosting trivia night. And it's going to be like all things retro in my my trivia night. So we'd love to have you uh, come join us. We guess no sports questions. No, there will be no sports questions. There will be absolutely zero sports my, questions. My mom and I have done trivia a couple times, and we are uh, honest. Well, I've been watching Jeopardy every night. You know, I try to. So it can, depends on the the so category, can, and the thing yeah. about this is, depending on the, it's completely up to the host. Mm-hmm. Whoever's hosting the trivia night. So if they're interested in music or if they're interested in movies or whatever their expertise is, that's that's where the I'm gonna the start doing goes. research on gas grills and be ready for tonight. Or gas stoves. <laughs> um there may be there may be some foodie questions in there, but there's gonna be a lot of retro things going on. Uh so it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we'll have that coming up. Uh in the meantime, we'll be back. With our Mind Jam trivia and a little more about what this Thursday holds in store on the Morning Jam. Thanks for joining us this morning. Keep our numbers handy. 866-916-3776. definition of the word jam to pack something tightly a machine seizing or becoming stuck a sweet preserve made from fruit a common sense radio talk show the morning jam the morning jam he's gonna marry me and we're gonna go to town we're gonna buy us a real good car and we're gonna drive around we'll hold hands touch and hug he talks Now it makes me want to see Sweet Home Alabama. We're talking about uh, married couples today because it's National Spouse Day. And we ask you, uh, on average, how many minutes a day do married couples with kids spend focused uh, and alone with one another? And we had lots of guesses on this one. Uh, Some folks said uh, half an hour. Some folks said about 10 minutes. Uh, The answer is... Due to jobs, kids, TV, internet, hobbies, home, family responsibilities, the average married couple spends just four minutes a day. I was close. Focused uh, alone with time together. We need to do better than that, folks. Uh, Some other interesting facts about marriage. Uh, Marrying young is a greater risk if you get married uh, younger than the age of 25. Uh, you're more likely to get a divorce. Marrying a partner from an affair rarely works out. Over 75% of people who marry partners they've had an affair with get divorced. Uh, Cohabitating can pose a greater long-term relational risk. People in happy marriages tend to be more productive at work. And a good marriage makes people feel more satisfied in life, according to this article. And they also say the most crucial element for a happy marriage is uh, trust. So there we have it. It's National Spouse Day. Please spend more than four minutes talking to your 
spouse, or significant other Meh. today. I did that before, and it didn't end up well. <laughs> Me. So somebody texted me because we were talking about I'm going to be hosting the trivia night at Loose Shoe Brewery in Amherst tonight at seven, and uh, <laughs> she said trivia at Loose Shoe starts at seven. Isn't that pushing your bedtime? To which I responded, rude, but accurate. Shots fired. <laughs> it is. It, I can I can be wild and crazy and stay up past seven sometimes. <laughs> I went hard last night. I stayed up till eight thirty. That's right, exactly. I may never recover, uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. Don't do it often, but but I can do it. I can totally do it. You wouldn't so like my bedtime. What What is your bedtime? Uh, it's double digits. That's I, not good for you. I go to bed at like ten. Okay. But I probably don't fall asleep well, till sometimes, midnight. Sometimes I, I have nights like that. I mean, it just depends. If uh, Mark's working on night shift, the dogs are terrible. And they keep me up a good portion of the night. We also had a lot of wind last night. Mm-hmm. Lost power. And apparently, I didn't know this, but when but when you, we lose power at the house, the new um, covered porch that we built on the mm-hmm. back of the house... All the fans, all the lights come on on the fans. So it's like a runway back there. So I, I, I got up to check on things and I was like, holy crap, what is that going to cost me with electricity the way it is? So I'm you know, making sure I, I got all those off. Hopefully it won't be too expensive. Uh, hey, later on this morning, we're going to be talking with uh, Jim Crisula. He's going to be joining us with the latest. Your new co-host, basically. My new, I love him so much. Although we didn't talk to him at all last week. I know, we, we did our best. It was sad. Uh, teachers and staff at uh, Newport News um, are saying they warned the administrator three times about the six-year-old boy that had a gun and was threatening others. So uh, Jim's going to get us the latest on that. Looks like now there is a lawsuit planned. Not that we're terribly surprised uh, by that, but it looks like that really is going to come into fruition. So he's going to talk to us about that. Now, we had a lockdown yesterday at EC Glass, and um, apparently it was a 14-year-old that had made the call, said they had a gun, and was threatening the principal but they weren't on site, so I'm really not sure why they they locked down the school. Um, you would have thought they would have kept that a little more down the down low so the kids didn't get all stressed out and traumatized. But um, apparently the child wasn't even a student at Glass. And uh, he, he was arrested. And multiple sources confirmed that the call... Uh, originated from a Lynchburg residence, and they went to the residence and located the juvenile and took him in. Uh, now, it did specifically say he's not a, a current student at EC Glass, but is that because he had been suspended or, you know, I don't know. So they canceled all the uh, campus activities, and uh, they had a, a conference uh, is scheduled uh to talk about more details uh, apparently the call came in around 755 threatening to harm the the principal i can only assume the the kid at one time went there otherwise how would they know the principal so maybe we'll get some more details on this as as we go along a lot of the kids said they were you know pretty traumatized by it all with all the news that's in the headlines right now i think kids have a tendency to to go 
to the worst possible scenario and it's understandable I, I can't imagine going to school and having to deal with that the way today's kids do I, I, that was just nothing that we ever thought about we never even had to think about it when um when we were kids so hopefully they will be able to get them the uh, you know the counseling and that type thing that they need and that would be that would be a good thing um we also have some national stories we're going to be talking about this morning uh apparently some folks are upset about the oscars and who got nominated and who didn't get nominated and you automatically assume it couldn't be because i, I wasn't talented enough to be nominated there has to be something else uh, about it and there is a lawsuit against fireball whiskey the suit says the label is misleading. Have you ever had Fireball whiskey? Yeah. Okay. In um, in drinks, like yeah, like is and that what's in a Moscow Mule? Is that in a Moscow Mule? I don't know. But I've done uh, in the fall. I've got a like a fall sangria, and it calls for some of the Fireball in there. Um, but they're saying that haven't seen any of the Best Picture nominees. Oh, you haven't seen any of them. Well. I need to see Top Gun Maverick, and I need to see. I want to see Top Elvis. Top Gun Maverick was so good, but uh, Elvis, I, haven't been I didn't movie. make it through. The last movie I saw in the movie theater was Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I no, know a lot of people. No. Correction. Yeah, Avengers Endgame. Last one I saw in studio in the theater was Maverick. Um, I tried to watch Elvis. I thought it was terrible. And that, that probably upsets a lot of people when I say that. But it's weird seeing a kid like Austin Butler was on like Zoe 101 and a couple other like Disney and Nick shows. So it's weird seeing him as Elvis Presley. Yeah, I, I just wasn't a fan of the movie, but I know a lot of people did like it. So back to our Fireball Whiskey lawsuit. Um, I noticed that you were starting to see Fireball in places like Kroger and Sheets. convenience stores and yeah. places like that. Never for a second did I think it was actual Fireball. Mm-hmm. Did you? No. Did I mean that? Just like the spritzers that say they're vodka, whatever. In Virginia, that's never going to happen. Yeah, they're not going to sell that stuff. It was weird going to like Vegas and you're at CVS and behind the CVS attendant is all the alcohol, all the liquor. Well, I mean, if you go to, in West Virginia, if you go to a Kroger... Maryland's the same. Maryland, they have dedicated alcohol stores, but they're not, like, government stores. Well, they, in West Virginia, they're in they're yeah. in Kroger. Yeah. Uh, it's separated from the... Um, Beer. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, all, its, it's own, all kind of in yeah. there together. But, um, so according to the lawsuit, the product has been sold at thousands of stores, including grocery stores, as we talked about, gas stations, convenience stores... And um, they're saying it was deceptive because it looks, you know, just just the same. And it's a malt-based beverage with a drop of whiskey flavor. Yeah, it's like a little, it looks like a little shot of Fireball. Yeah, but it's, were you ever fooled into thinking that's what that was? Because I wasn't. No, I kind of was like, this makes no sense why it's here. It can't be, it can't be what it is. Right. Because you have a brain, and you know that they, <laughs> they can't do that. They can't sell it there. Depends on the so, day. So, uh, although the mini bottles do not contain the word whiskey, mm -hmm. they claimed in the suit that the company made the label 
almost identical to its Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey product. It's like trying to sell you and get extra money. It's crazy. (laughs) Expecting those small bottles labeled Fireball Cinnamon to contain whiskey was an easy mistake to make, one intended by the manufacturer, the lawsuit said. Uh, And he argued that a lot of people aren't even aware that certain convenience stores or gas stations aren't allowed to sell liquor. Who? Who has been living under a rock in the Commonwealth of Virginia that thinks you can buy liquor at a convenience store? I don't think that's going to go very far. Sorry. I don't think it will. So, fireball whiskey and a fireball cinnamon shot, not the same thing. And very clearly on the bottle, the label says, with natural whiskey and other flavors. That's like saying maple, suing people for maple flavored syrup. They call it maple syrup. Oh, it's not real maple syrup. Cracker Barrel, I see you. Trying, trying to pass off that little tiny bottle. I love that syrup. Well, it used to be real maple syrup. I understand that. And it's not anymore. And I knew it the minute they changed it. Just saying. I used to work at Cracker Barrel. So do you think there's... Really? I was a host for like six months. Okay. Do you think there's anybody that genuinely didn't know that? I would be really curious to see if there's anybody out there who really fell for that. All right. um, We will have your headlines coming up with WDBJ7. Kimberly McBroom is going to have that for us. And a look at our forecast. Looks like the rain is gone, which is a good thing. And uh, the wind is still here, though. We'll catch you up on everything. It's Thursday on the Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Blustery and chilly today. Highs in the upper 40s with increasing sunshine. Clear and cold tonight with a low of 27. Mostly sunny, not as breezy on Friday with a high of 44. Lows at 28 Friday nights. Saturday, mostly sunny. We'll warm back up to around 54 degrees with a low of 31. And on Sunday, turning mostly cloudy. Highs at 53. Currently 35 degrees in Lynchburg, 36 in Bedford and Roanoke, 35 in Danville, 35 in Salem, 35 in Appomattox, 37 in Amherst. And we're getting a report or two of some uh, flurries out there in places. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I want to talk about me, want to talk about I, want to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. Occasionally, or, you know, always, I want to talk about me. There's some folks that are just like that. Uh, I posted a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson last week that said, Let me never fall into the vulgar mistake of dreaming that I am persecuted whenever I am contradicted. Which goes to show you that This is something that's been going on a long time. There are a lot of people out there who the minute they are disagreed with or uh, the minute they don't get the attention they deserve, they are going to go to victim status. I think that that's uh, I think we've seen that throughout history. It may be a little more now than it has been uh, in the past. But when it comes to the Oscars, we've been seeing this for a while now. Um, there is a director who is very upset about the nominations for the 95th Annual Academy Awards because that was released on Tuesday. Uh, his 
the director of Till, T-I-L-L, never heard of the movie, uh, Chong Ye Chong Wu. I don't know that I said that right. I probably did not. Um, they a- accused the Oscars, as well as the entertainment industry, of being aggressively committed to upholding whiteness after she failed to earn a Best Director nomination. Okay. Um, When it was announced on Tuesday, the usual surprises and snubs that come from movies that are recognized, uh, one snub included the uh, biographical drama about Mamie Till Bradley and her search for justice after the murder of her 14-year-old son, Emmett Till. Although the movie received critical acclaim, it did not receive any nominations in any category. Um, Because of this, they're saying that the Academy Awards are upholding whiteness and perpetuating misogyny against black women. We live in a world and work in industries that are so aggressively committed to upholding whiteness and perpetuating an unbiased misogyny towards black women, and yet I am forever in gratitude for the greatest lessons learned in life. Why is it that whenever, especially a person of color, doesn't get a nomination, they immediately assume that's what it, that's what it has to be? And maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but that's where they go right away. It, it can't be that other people are more talented than I am. It has to be something else. The Post followed past accusations that Oscar nominations lack diversity, uh, most notably with a hashtag that started in 2016, hashtag Oscar so white. Since then, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has announced new incentives and initiatives to promote diversity in their nominations. In 2020, they announced a new series of inclusion requirements to encourage equitable representation on and off the screen. Here we go. To qualify for a nomination, productions must submit a confidential Academy inclusion standards form that promotes standards such as at least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors being from a marginalized group and at least two creative leadership positions and department heads being filled by an underrepresented minority. Hey, remember when people just got jobs because they were the most talented people? Remember that? That was fun. Yeah, we don't have any of that anymore. I don't know. I find it exhausting. And they wonder why nobody's watching the Oscars anymore. 866-916-3776. They just need someone to slap someone and then they'll be good. 3776 is our number. 866-916-3776. Well, I mean, that got a lot of attention, but that got more attention than the actual show. Nobody really watched the show. That's the only time I actually watch the Oscars is because that happened and I was like... But are you going to watch it this time? No. No. Of course you aren't. And, and usually the movies that are nominated are these artsy-fartsy movies. I can't believe that Maverick got a nomination. Yeah. I'm shocked. Because usually the movies that Maverick. were actually popular, that people really genuinely loved, they never get nominated. Maverick, Avatar, and... Um, and Avatar just came out. And uh, Elvis are probably like... Well, I always heard, like, Seth Rogen made a point, like, 
he talked about like I guess the year Pineapple Express came out, and he's like, "Well, that never got nominated for an Oscar." And then he named whatever the Fufu movie won that won Best Picture, and he's like, "Well, if you look back, that was ten years ago. More people know about Pineapple Express than the movie that won Best Picture." So, uh, I think yeah. these cult classics that might not be Oscar worthy are way better. Like, well, but I also think there is a certain level of prudiness, artsy fartsy kind of thing that 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 they're going by i was never surprised when these movies that that won were movies that i'd never and sometimes i would try to go back and watch the ones that had won and i was like this is awful it just had no appeal to the every common man i guess so if you uh, had power outages last night you were not alone apparently at one point there were about a thousand people without power in the Lynchburg area. Uh, looks like all that has been corrected at this point. We have a few power outages in Amherst right now, and looks like Lovingston area may have some outages as well. And that was probably due to mostly the wind, and, and uh, we had some pretty significant winds out there. But uh, they'll probably get all those shaped up. We lost power, but it came right back, so it wasn't wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but if you are without power, uh, that should be back up and running, uh, according to the, the site in the next hour or so. So hopefully that'll, uh, that'll be done. You can get your, you can get your shower and go on to, to work. Have you ever had to go in after a power outage? And that's the worst feeling in the world to not be able to get your shower, wash your hair, do all your things. And then you got to go into the yeah it's not fun don't like it although we had a radio station that had a uh, actual full blown shower everything at the station and that was nice because when that happened that was back when we had winters where we'd actually get snow Mm -hmm. i don't think we're going to get anything this year makes me very sad and then i would complain if it rained or if it snowed so i got that going for me too let's take a look at your five and dine for this thursday morning i've got a good one coming up the computer's freezing. My computer has been difficult all morning. I don't know why. And there it is. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her, <laughs> Give her five minutes. <laughs> all right. Uh, five and Dine brought to you. We're going to have to shut everything down and bring it back up, I guess. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're your Midtown grocery store, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and making sure their prices are low so your food bill is firmly in check. I went by yesterday, picked up some of those 98-cent chicken legs and chicken thighs, absolutely gorgeous, and the three ninety-nine a dozen eggs. Pick some of those up as well, and you're going to need them for today's recipe. I don't feel bad giving this recipe because they do at least have a, a decent price on the eggs. Otherwise, if I saw a recipe that called for four eggs, I would be like, oh, dear heavens, no, not going to do that. Uh, Start by preheating your oven to 325 because we are going to make a delicious French apple custard pie. And if you've never had this kind of apple pie, you got to give it a try because it's so delicious. Uh, So preheat the oven to 325. And for the filling, you're going to melt some butter in a saute pan. You're going to add in two pounds of baking apples. My favorite is probably Honeycrisp for this particular one. Uh, So you're going to saute that in a medium pan. Put a couple of tablespoons of sugar. 
saute it until the apples just start to soften. You don't want to cook them all the way down. Uh, Then you're going to stir in a little bit of dark rum and a sprinkle of salt. And then you're going to um, spread the apples over the bottom of a blind baked pie crust, which means you just pre-baked it a little bit. Then you're going to whisk together uh, your eggs, two eggs along with two egg yolks, one cup of heavy cream, a half a cup of sugar, some vanilla, a teaspoon of pure vanilla, uh, one half of a teaspoon of grated nutmeg, and the remaining bit of salt. And you're going to whisk it together, pour it over the apples in the pie crust, and bake that pie until the custard is barely set in the center. And then you're going to make an almond topping to go on the top of that baked custard pie. That's going to include almonds, sugar, a little softened butter, and a pinch of salt. Uh, Remove the pie from the oven. Sprinkle it with this topping. Cover the pie with a pie shield uh, if the edges look like they're getting a little too brown. And then you're going to return the pie to the oven. Bake it until the custard is almost set but still slightly jiggly. And then you're going to pull it. Let it cool completely. I even like to chill the pie um, before I serve it. It's such a delicious pie, and I think you'll like it a lot. It's a French custard apple pie. You can find the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. It's brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam. You're listening to the morning jam. We're glad you're with us. Our toll free number is 866-916-3776. We would love to hear from you this morning. And uh, we thank you for the text that we've had uh, this morning. Enjoy always having you be a part of our morning jam radio family uh police in memphis are trying hard to keep the public calm as they are preparing for the release of police officer body cam footage of a 29 year old black man who died three days after a traffic stop on january the 7th tyree nichols is his name and Memphis Police Chief Sarah Davis gave an address Wednesday evening, called Nicholas's death heinous, reckless, inhumane, cautioning people not to react violently after seeing the footage. So it sounds like they're preparing them that this is footage that is going to be very upsetting for them. Uh, They said this is not just a professional failing. It is a failing of basic humanity towards another individual, saying the five officers and others who were involved in his death failed our community and they failed the Nichols family. And that is beyond regrettable. In the vein of transparency, when the video is released in the coming days, you will see this for yourself, she added. I expect you to feel what the Nichols family feels. I expect you to be outraged by the disregard for basic human rights as our police officers have taken an oath to do the opposite of what transpired on the video. What on earth? Civil rights attorney Ben Crump also reviewed the body camera footage with the Nichols family, similarly describing it as both appalling and heinous. 
It is appalling. It's deplorable. It is violent, Crump said. The police chief also acknowledged the video's contents will likely provoke people to take action, but discourage them from acting violently. Of course, now we've just gone through some things in Atlanta over this past weekend. I expect our citizens to exercise their First Amendment right to protest, to demand action and results, but we need to make sure our community is safe in this process. None of this is a calling card for inciting violence or destruction in our community or against our citizens. I hope they're listening to what she's saying, and I hope it's not falling on deaf ears. Uh, Davis also said the investigation and release of the body cam footage are among the first steps for the police to regain its community standing and called for true responsible action and change. Well, I think a lot of that's going to depend on how you're dealing with your officers, madam. She said, in our hurt and our outrage and frustration, there's still work that needs to be done to build each other up, to continue the momentum, to improve our police and community relationship and partnerships. Davis added, to show those who watch us now that this behavior is not what will define our community of this great city. It's not a reflection of the good work that many Memphis police officers do every day. What comes next is our defining moment. What we all can do can be a reflection of our character. I will not waver in my commitment to you. She's got her hands full, for sure. Uh, Nichols was pulled over on January 7th around 8.30 at night for reckless driving. And that was on Rains Road in Memphis. After that, a confrontation occurred during the stop, which resulted in police chasing Nichols on foot. He was later apprehended. While attempting to take the suspect into company, uh, into custody, another confrontation occurred The suspect was ultimately apprehended. Afterward, the suspect complained of having shortness of breath, at which point an ambulance was called. He was transported in critical condition. He died three days later. There is a photo in this article, and this kid is is beat. I mean, he's beat up. I, I don't. I'm really, really confused. Um, It's also, I think, important to to mention that the five officers have all been terminated for their act, and all five of them are men of color. They're all black men, which I, I, I find it hard to wrap my head around. I just, I don't, it leaves me almost speechless when I look at the five officers who basically beat this kid to death and they're black men. How, what on earth happened that it went that badly that quickly? There's going to be a lot of eyes on, on this one, I can assure you. And there's no paid leave or anything. It looks like they are like out of there. It must have been, must have been pretty bad. So, um, so a delivery man <laughs> stopped a basketball game 
Did you hear this story? I saw it. <laughs> it's so funny. An Uber Eats delivery guy stops a college basketball game after walking on the court to find a customer. <laughs> Just when you think you've seen it all. There was uh, 16 and a half minutes left in the second half at the uh, Loyola, Chicago. Yep. Okay. Uh, an official timeout was whistled <laughs> as the delivery man was ushered off the court. Apparently, he just waltzed onto the court looking for someone uh, to claim the McDonald's he was holding. <laughs> The game announcers couldn't believe their eyes. Somebody came on the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying some McDonald's. I'm actually not kidding, the play-by-play announcer says. This has to be one of the all-time greats, the color commentator added. Uh, Once the play-by-play announcer saw the Uber Eats logo on the bag, his suspicion was confirmed. I think that's what's happening. When they saw the replay, they remained shocked at what uh, conspired. Uh, the guy's in the corner. Was he going to deliver the McDonald's to someone on the court? Can we rule that out? Maybe I'll put my hand up, one of them said. I'm getting a little hungry. Bring it over here. Perhaps the funniest part of the incident, the delivery man was still searching for his recipient of the fast food as he was seen walking around the arena with the bag and the drink in his hand. <laughs> okay. That seems like a seems like you don't have to be a brilliant person to know that that's not how you do that. Yeah. You think he's going to be able to keep that gig? My guess is like, well, he might have been just an Uber driver, so probably. But, like, why do you order, like... The play-by-play guy was going to, you know... With the delivery fees, it's probably just as much to just buy the concession foods there. Maybe the line was long. Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they didn't want to miss any of the game. Well, a lot, if you're courtside, they'll bring it to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe they just wanted a Big Mac. I don't know. <laughs> maybe so. That's pretty. That's pretty funny though. That uh, <laughs> that the guy walked out to try to find the person with his uh, that got the McDonald's. I like it. Um, there was also a great story uh, about a passenger aboard a flight from New York to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, they've been credited with saving a fellow passenger's life after she experienced a medical emergency. It was a routine JetBlue flight from LaGuardia to Fort Lauderdale. Um, the, the flight took a terrifying turn when a woman just fainted in the aisle as the crews were handing out drinks. A passenger on the plane said the woman collapsed about an hour into the flight. The pilot was preparing to make an emergency landing when a man stepped up to help the ailing woman. Photos obtained and shared show a man wearing blue gloves assisting a woman lying on the floor of the plane. The woman can be seen with an oxygen mask on her face. The man can be seen rendering aid as other concerned passengers gather around. The passenger who took the photo said the man was a trained EMT and was able to get the woman stabilized, and the flight continued to its destination. The woman, who was said to be conscious and talking when the plane landed, the ambulance met uh, the plane after it landed. The emergency personnel boarded the flight and took the woman off first. Um, and apparently, nobody knows who this guy is. He just kind of came in, saved the day, and walked quietly into that dark night. Well done, sir. And apparently, he is Jewish. He has the little cap on, the long beard. 
Um, very good. We need to hear some stories like that, especially with all these other negative ones. Hey, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll be talking with Jim Crisula about that Newport News story and a lawsuit taking place there. And I've got a special message from Daily Bread. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.